Welcome back to the Trav and Rigney Show. I'm Trav. I am Rigney. And you can find us on Twitter at Trav and Rigney. And you can find me at KRigney89. You can find Travis at TJH underscore seven. Very nice. Yes, so those are our Twitters. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about today is that insane Lions-Rams trade. Yes. Stafford uh, is now a Los Angeles Ram. And is. Goff is now a Detroit Lion. And the Lions, the Lions won the award for bank robbery of the year. Yes. Because they got a haul for Matt Stafford for so, a 33-year-old quarterback. So, essentially, so this is the trade, right? So... Uh, the Rams traded their 2022 first-round pick because they already traded their 2021 pick to the Jaguars yep. for Jalen Ramsey last year. So they traded their 2022 first-rounder, their 2023 first-rounder, and their 2021 third-rounder, and Jared Goff for Matthew <laughs> James Stafford. I, I doubt that's his middle name. Sounded good, though. So apparently the Rams just don't care about draft picks. Oh, they could care less. They draft haven't is had not important. They haven't had a first round pick since Goff in like 2015. Yeah. That sounds accurate. Yeah. That's actually true. Oh. Well, I looked it up. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> you sound you didn't sound sure. No, yeah. Well, I wasn't sure about the year to be honest, but yeah. From two Well, I don't know. Okay. It might not be 2015. But either way, since since they drafted Goff, they haven't used a first round pick since. Here's here's my thing. It's it makes it makes sense for the Rams in that Stafford is a better quarterback than Jared Goff, and the Rams also had the number one defense this year. Uh, so they're trying to win now, and I get it. And they're probably going to do really well, and this could work out for them. This feels like to me like the Lions are making peace with the idea that you are in full rebuild again, and by that I mean. They weren't doing particularly well, but then you hired a coach to a six-year deal, which says you are in it for the long haul. So this just this just reeks of, you know, bulkier seatbelt Lions fans because it's going to be a bumpy one for a while because golf is not taking you to the promised land. Rebuilding since 1957, Detroit Lions. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, um, this this trade is definitely going to make the Rams better. I'm not discrediting that at all. Yeah. But um, I will say, I think the the majority reason why it's two firsts and a third for a 33-year-old quarterback is because the Lions had to take on that monster contract. Yeah. And so they're basically, it's, it's, it's very similar to when the Texans traded Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler to the Browns. And the Browns gave up, I believe they gave up a sixth and a seventh for Osweiler and a fourth. <laughs> yeah. So it was really just the Texans were like, just take him, we'll yeah. give you a fourth, you give us garbage picks, and just please pay this man, because that's we what, can't do it. That's what the Eagles are going to have to do with Wentz. So I, I have a scenario you're not going to like, and I, I envision this scenario in, in this world that will never exist, where the Eagles give the Texans Carson Wentz, the sixth overall pick this year, our first round pick next year, and a second this year. For Watson. You're making me angry. <laughs> I want to not talk to you anymore, but unfortunately we're set to do a whole podcast today. So the, the problem with this is, though, is that with that that scenario, is that the Eagles would have to not only eat the cap penalty for Wentz this year, mm. they're taking on another 
big contract because Watson just got paid, did he not? Yes, but Watson's contract is actually pretty team friendly for the next couple of years. So um, this year it's only ten million against the cap, which is peanuts for a quarterback. And then yeah, I it think, really is. and then I think his average is like twenty nine mil after that, which is still below market value. Yeah, it is. Anything under thirty is kind of like yeah. Whoa. So that's why Watson's contract really isn't that bad. No, I I, I just mean that. For the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys don't have that much money. We're eating dead money for getting rid of Wentz. Yeah. And also taking on another contract that's not light, I mean. It's I just light for a quarterback. I don't know how much the Eagles owe Wentz this year, but... Um, 33. So you're paying 43 mil for a quarterback this year. <laughs> well, so I think... And his name isn't Patrick Mahomes. I think it's... No, t- 33 is total. That's what we owe him. Because this is his fifth year. This is his fifth year option. Right. So the con- the new money doesn't pick up... Until next Until year. next season. But he's owed a bonus in the off season and um it's gonna be it's gonna be somewhere Adam Schefter said I think it's thirty three million. But they'll have they'll have to eat like twenty five of it to get rid of him. That's fine though. I mean it's not fine, but it's fine if you get Watson for ten. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Though, thirty-five. I'll pay the upset. thirty-five though. If thirty-five million is what the Eagles are paying for the quarterback position, and Watson is the one taking the snaps, I'm okay with that. If we're allowed to bid for our respective teams, I bid fifty million. If we were allowed to bid for our respective teams, <laughs> I don't have a leg to stand on. You got all the picks. I you got all the money. Don't have a limit. I'm just like whatever. <laughs> just what's throwing the everything at them. What's the cap? Pay everybody else veterans minimum, yeah. and and we'll pay Watson. Oh, everything so, but else. did you see what the Texans said they wanted though? Yeah, I heard it was two first and two starting defensive players. That's the kicker for me: the two young defensive starters. Because Quinn and Williams would definitely be one of those yeah. guys that the the Jets would have to get rid of. But I like May. I feel like he would be another one that they would want. He would be okay. Or I mean, a young starter. He's within his rookie contract still. Yeah, I think next year is his. Uh well okay so I think they have to use the option on him this year or they they're gonna resign him regardless I think I was just thinking because the, the Jets if Watson goes to another team the Jets are who I think he's going to I just don't think he's leaving the Texans however I kind of think he's going to the Dolphins however I was trying to think when I saw what the Texans wanted what what that looked like for the Jets what two young defensive starters ahead and Williams was the one and I was like why not May he he strikes me as another young starter mm-hmm. who was going to have enough value along with the two or three first round picks are going to have to cough up. Easy, and, easy. We have five of them. Yeah, so that's how I, that's how I envision that looking for the Jets. But I don't actually think he's leaving Houston. You're still on that train, huh? Yeah, I am. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die on that hill. Okay. I don't actually. I think somebody else. I think it was uh, Trey Wingo said it that Matt Stafford and Jared Goff are the only two quarterbacks you're going to see go in this big quarterback carousel thing we're doing. Well, they already went so. I know, but I'm, he, I'm saying those are the only two that you're going to see. Yeah. There will be no more. That makes sense. Which um, is depressing. Yeah. So I think we can get into... I have some would-you-rathers if you want to talk about those. Yeah, I have do you, one. You have one? Yeah. Do you want to do yours first? or do you want No, to do you do one, then I do one, because you have two. I have three, actually. Oh, well, then you do one. I don't know why I'm dinging over here. can't stop dinging. Dude, just stop dinging. Stop dinging. All right, so... I'll get into one. <clears throat> so, uh, whenever a song plays, would you rather be forced to dance or forced to sing when hearing it? Forced to dance. Easy? Easy. Because why? 
because not only am I not a good singer, I feel like singing publicly when you don't want to is a lot more embarrassing. People already think I'm kind of a fool, so dancing when music comes on is like, oh, look at this guy. Always dancing in something. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess the only thing I was thinking is like, if singing, can you control the volume? Because if I could like quietly like sing. Like under your breath? Kind of, yeah. Just like, like a whisper? Like just like quietly singing it to myself. I think would be a lot more manageable. But, like, you can't quietly dance to yourself. No, you can't. You can't really, like, kind of just slowly go through the motions. This also means you would avoid any place that's having music being played. Yeah. Unless you were prepared to dance or sing. In which case, then go for it. I think, but I guess, ultimately, like, if you have to belt it out and sing, then I'm definitely picking the dancing. But if I could have control of volume, then I think I'd go singing. Yeah, I think... Alright, so I'm with you. If, If I'm allowed to... Whisper it, whisper it. Then yeah, I'll go with the singing. But dancing default here because it's, this, way, it's less embarrassing. This next one is so weird, but it's kind of convoluted. But try and follow me here. Okay. Would you rather wake up as a new random person every year and have that full, like full year to have full control of them, or once a week spend a day inside a stranger without having any control of them? So you basically like see what that stranger does every single day for a week. Is it a different stranger each time? Every week. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that or or would you rather live as somebody for an entire year no. and be able to control everything that they do? Just because there are things that, that need to be done in my life, I have to go with the once a week. Even though I really don't want to be in somebody's body not in control, <laughs> I have to go with the once a week uh, taking over a stranger's body or being in a stranger's body even though they're still in control because... I can't imagine some of the things that you would see <laughs> just in a stranger's body. Oh my, just get like a homeless guy or something? I would love to see what a homeless guy sees. He just turns out he's super rich. It's just going to be a bunch of people sticking their phones in his face all day. Yeah. Giving him pennies. And That's put, true. Putting yeah, those videos on we YouTube. We talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> the tension seekers. Yeah, I'm definitely going. I'm definitely going with the ones a week, though. Now that I think about it, because you could take over somebody random, somebody random, and be in their body for a year, but be in full control. But that could be like a terrible person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't have very many outlets to do things. Then you're stuck there with that person. What, so, what benefits would are there to being able to control somebody for an entire year? Could you make your life any better? Would, it, would that be the goal, or would it be yeah. to make this person's life Just better? Just start sending Travis Hughes anonymous money all the time. <laughs> this guy's got two kids. He needs the money. Would you just, um, like, because there's, I, I bet there's, like, some, I don't know, like, somebody you know, you know they make some, like, rough decisions or something like that. Would you ever want to take control of their life and try and get their life back on track? No. No? <laughs> Not because I don't want them to get their life back on track. Because I don't want to be responsible for making it worse. I don't think anybody would know. I wouldn't tell anybody. But how, but that person would have to know that they weren't in their own body for a year. What's that person doing? Maybe they just go to sleep. It's like a coma. Like, like maybe that's what happens when you go into a coma. Somebody takes over co- your body for a year? Yeah, and you... Oh, no, because they just yeah. lay there. <laughs> I'm just saying, not everybody's in a coma for a year, though. That's not that long. I've never been more popular than we are recording. I swear. <laughs> It's just all, anything you own that beeps does. I don't like that you went with two like regular would you rather's, and mine is like kind of disturbing. And Do I'm, you want to go with your disturbing one last? Because mine, this next one is actually hard. Because I thought the first two were kind of easy, but right, I just yeah, didn't know how you would feel about them. 
Oh, hold on. So what are we picking here? We're picking the um, the weak one, right? Yeah, I'm going with the weak. With no control. No control. Okay, we're both in agree. We, we agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> we know things. Yeah. It's a smart way to do things yeah. by knowing things. Oh, God. Nick Sirianni. Shh. Okay. Continue. Um, would you rather... <laughs> Would you rather every shirt that you've ever worn be itchy, or would you only be able to use one ply toilet paper? This one's tough for me because one ply. I'm a toilet paper like snob. Yeah, like if it's not Charmin, then I feel like you disrespected my butt. No. I'll use sandpaper before I have to wear an itchy shirt every day. I do hate itchy shirts, so it's like um, I mean you could just keep folding it, I guess. Folding it, folding it, folding it until it's like nine ply. Yeah. Did you think I was talking about shirts for a second? Yeah. I was really confused <laughs> at where you were going. I'm like, folding shirts does not make them not itchy. Dude, man. you don't know that? The more you fold a shirt, the less itchy it gets. No, there's no way that's true. It's very true. Nope. No, I just made that up. Yeah, I'm definitely going with the with the low ply toilet paper over the itchy shirt. Yeah. I don't even like when I can feel a tag in my shirt. I pull them off. I was just going to say, I feel like I haven't worn a shirt with a tag in well, so long. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like I I check now when I buy shirts to make, make sure, sure they, that they don't have they tags. They don't have tags. I Dude, didn't them. underwear used to have tags? Yes. That was the worst. Yeah. Well, because I used to wear boxers. I don't that, wear boxers those, Yeah, that's but there's a good feel on your back right here, and you're like, oh. Yeah. I wear boxers briefs now. Because I'm yeah. like a grown-up, I guess. Yeah, I wear like compression shorts that are not even like real bo- like boxer underwear. That's dope. Let me see them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's a uh, podcast, so you could like. Oh, so I have to I have to read a funny text on on the uh, on our recording because it made me laugh. So, uh, RJ texted me, and I legit started like laughing out loud. Okay, he goes, "Can't believe you guys talked about platypuses on the podcast, and you didn't even bring me up. Are we even friends?" <laughs> well, if he comes, because like, he's supposed to be coming here. If he comes here. We can have him talk about platypuses. We can yeah, be like... I don't think he knows anything about platypuses. Yeah, but we'll put him on the spot. We'll just be like, RJ, everything you know about platypuses in 60 seconds, go. I bet he didn't know they're venomous. Dude, I didn't know that. When you said that, I was like, I don't think that's true. And then you legit called me like a day or two later and was like, yes. Yep. They have a barb, like a weird looking barb in the back of their... You were just pointing at your wrist. I had no yeah. idea what you were talking like, about. Were we running short on time? Yeah, like I here? legit thought you were like, check the time. And I'm like, we're not even halfway, bro. <laughs> 15 minutes in. Why do I have to worry about the time? Yeah, I was not worried at all. All right, let me give you my disturbing would you rather. Okay, I want to hear it. Um, would you rather cut your spouse's leg off without giving her any pain medication? Like straight saw style. How high? Is that a weird question? <laughs> like upper leg? Is it like above her knee? I don't know. Uh, we'll say yeah, above mid, her mid, knee. mid thigh. Okay, got to cut her leg off. Or would you rather remove your own eyeball with your bare hands? How I? <laughs> Why those two things? She listens to this show. She's gonna be mad when I tell her I'm cutting off her leg. <laughs> <sighs> well, I mean, what are you picking? Um. Because, like, the eyeball I mean, thing, I don't, dude, I don't even like putting as, eye drops in. I don't really have to make this decision, though, right? I mean, we're, we're putting Mary in this situation. I gotta do it. Cut her leg off. Um, I'm a sweet guy. I'm gonna pull my own eye out. Uh, dude, I can't do anything with my own eye. Have you ever seen The Office where, like, Andy Bernard gets the, gets, like, the, uh, 
he gets like the acting gig or whatever where he's a doctor and he has to wash his own eyes out. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm kind of like that. And he's like crying. I mean, I could do that, like the water in my eyes, but like putting eye drops in my eye, like Kay's listening to this right now going like, he's the worst. He's such a baby with that because I really am. I'm so bad. I can't do it myself. She has to do it. I have to be laying down on the bed and then once she does it, She's not allowed to talk to me for five minutes. What are you, a toddler? I'm so upset by it. Oh I hate God. anything going in my eye. You can't put eye drops in your own eyeballs? Listen, by the way, I'm the culprit for the loud table noises. I literally just caught myself tapping the book. Like, I don't even know. It's like a reflex. I'm just tapping it. I've literally had my hands above my head almost this entire <laughs> podcast. Because <laughs> we we have been told by a couple different people that there's like a bassy noise. It's because this table we're using it makes a noise when we touch it, apparently. Most things do. And Rigney has legit... He's not even... He's sitting away from the table almost, just to make sure he doesn't touch it. <laughs> and I and I literally just caught myself, like, tapping the beer on my notebook on the table. So clearly it's me. I'm the culprit here. Listen, I, I wasn't going to address this on the podcast, but I figured it was you. Whatever, man. <laughs> it was me, okay? God... That's funny stuff, dude. All right, you ready for this? Ooh, unofficial sponsor. Oh yeah, unofficial. Oh, let me try that again. <laughs> unofficial sponsor of Bush Light. Bush Light, Rigney. Bush Light. Bush. I'm for it. Okay, Trav's on his like six beer, so uh, that's not even close to being true. When was the last time you got blackout drunk? Can you even, like, I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen you blackout drunk. Because normally when you're drunk, like, I can, like. Yeah, I don't, I, I, it's, I do have a, it's, I have a high tolerance, but it's not just a high tolerance. It's like, it's almost like a composure kind of thing. Like, I don't get, like, you don't sloppy, get sloppy falling over tables and stuff. Usually, usually when I can tell Travis is drunk is because he's sleeping now. <laughs> It'll go from like he's like, "Come on, guys! Like we, we've only done twelve things of burial cart. Can we just do another one?" And then we'll do like number thirteen, and then like five minutes later, he'll be sleeping. I'm like, "Oh, he's drunk, dude! I don't know. Like, he didn't seem drunk at all right before that race, but yeah. now he's drunk, sleeping. It that is that is the number one indicator of me being drunk. Is I'll and I'll fall asleep anywhere on the floor, sitting straight up in a chair. That is how you know I'm drunk." But to answer your question, I don't know when the last time I was blackout drunk. What do you consider blackout drunk? Is not remembering the entire night or like the night like, skipping around? Wake up in my bed and, and like, you don't how did I even there? get home? Oh, dude. Get yeah. Me. Okay, so that sometimes that happens to me without drinking. Sometimes I'll just be like, <laughs> I don't remember going to bed last night, but I know I woke up there. Short-term memory loss? Yeah. Oh, somebody's happens. here. Who is it? All right. As soon as RJ walks in, I'm going to ask him all everything he knows. Yeah. Be quiet, podcast. Everybody shut up. RJ. Is it RJ or is it Brad? It's RJ. RJ. Ronald, in, come in, in here. Come in here. We're recording. You can say things. He's our first in-studio guest. I want you to tell me everything you know about platypuses right now. Platypuses, they lay eggs. They do lay eggs. I didn't think he was going to know anything. <laughs> that was one they thing. They lay eggs. They are venomous. Damn it. Oh, uh, okay. But it's like a bee sting. You know what? I'm a fool for thinking he wasn't going to know things about platypuses. That's my bet. I should have known he was going to know. I said if you walked in here, we were going to ask you, we're going to put you right on the spot and tell you to tell us everything you know about platypuses. And when I said he's not going to know anything about platypuses, he's not going to know they're venomous or anything. He said like two or three things. Oh, it's a mammal that lays eggs. It's good enough. He got me. Name another mammal that lays eggs. RJ wins for the 
He wins this round. What'd you say? I don't know. Emu? Emu? That might be a thing. I don't know. Isn't that a bird? I would never know. What the hell is an emu? It's a big big friendly chicken. Nice chair. So, the last time... Yeah, so we have to define blackout drunk. Yeah. That's just you not... For me, it's not being able to... I, I wake up the next day and I have zero idea how I got home. Or at least I don't remember a portion of the the last half of the night or something like that. See, for me, it's like I don't remember hardly anything we did. Yeah. But like, but I've had nights, too, where... Okay, like the last time we played Burial Cart, right? I remember the first half of the circuit that we did. Was but this I the, don't was remember... This the shit show night? Yes. Okay. We're not going to discuss what happened after that. <laughs> but we will discuss very much of the, the burial cart that took place and yeah. the fact that I don't remember the whole second half of the circuit. So technically, I guess that would be blackout, right? Because yeah. I don't remember that. There was that, was... that was a fun night. That was... I mean, without going into shenanigans that people are aware of, that was like... Or not aware of. Yeah. People... Rigney calling Mario and... Uh, yeah, pizza guys, and we did two circuits that night. That was crazy. I called Mike Caro's old number, and some chick answered. <laughs> I was like, "Is Mike Caro there?" Would you and say she was like, nice? She's like she super was nice, very nice. Because I called her at like twelve forty-five. Yeah, couldn't have been early. You're and, a jerk for that. And I was like, I was like, so you don't know who Mike Caro is? And she's like, No, not at all. And I was like, Can't you make it up? And she's like, What do you mean? And I'm like, Never mind. Yeah. And then so we just hung up, but she was super nice for like me calling her at quarter to one in the morning. That was a fun night. Uh oh, I think the dog got out. Um, one of the other funner nights we had was also at, at Murph and Cody's. Also playing burial cart was a night that I literally put them both in bed, and they were just being belligerent. That was one of the the funnier nights because um, they were too drunk to go to bed. Yeah, like they. We had done a whole circuit in Burial Cart, and we'll discuss this, Burial Cart. Is this when they both threw up? And yeah. Cody told me that you threw up also? Yeah. And you okay. didn't? No, I didn't. I didn't even come close to throwing up. And the, I always thought he was being sarcastic or being ironic about that, because he it was the throw up was like on his bed and on the couch. So I was like, I walked into your room and threw up on your bed? That's how you think <laughs> that went down? Like I was like, no. I, I said he was belligerent, and I told him, and he had to get up. It was like midnight and he had to get up at like 2 a.m to go yeah. to work because he's like, a responsible employee yeah i was like you <laughs> well yeah he's a... i mean other things yeah uh <clears throat> i was like you need to go to bed man and i like literally i like picked him up off the couch he was like fighting me and i like threw him onto his bed and then shut the door and i he was like okay man just just leave me a note to get up at, the, at two and I'm like, you mean to leave you a note, like write it on paper for you to get up? I'm like, I'll set an alarm for the you. The note, as soon as it yeah. turns two o'clock, is just gonna start screaming in his face. Just leave me a note, and I so I threw him in there, and then went to like go check on Murph, and he, uh, I don't know, his door was locked, and he's got a bathroom in his room, so I don't even know what was going on in there. And like I went to go put my coat on to leave, and then Cody comes out of his room, and I'm ready to yell at him like, Cody, just go to bed, and he comes out. Like, nothing had happened. Like, a responsible adult, just laundry in hand, and started doing laundry. I'm like, what are you this doing? Dude, yo, this dude does, like, nine loads of laundry a day. But they're not, like, actual loads. Like, he washes, like, a shirt and a pair of pants. He washes outfits at a time. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, that. I'm sorry. That's why he was doing laundry because he needed his work shirt. Yeah. So he was drunk enough to fight me about going to bed, but not drunk enough to forget that he has to wear a clean shirt to work tomorrow. <laughs> Does he only have one shirt? It's like, is that why he's always. That's what I am. I mean, do you only have one Stewart shirt? Put Outfits. It? Yeah. I have a funny story about Cody. It was probably one of the first times he's ever gotten drunk. It was actually when we lived at Diddy's. I'm glad we're making fun of Cody. Yeah, well, he deserves it. So, <laughs> so it was me. So me, Murph, and Haas all lived at this house, right? Yep. Diddy's. Later, you and RJ ended up living there. Yep. Um, so, so it was one of the first times Cody has ever gotten drunk, and he was so hammered that me and Haas had to walk him home. We were trying to tell him to leave for the longest time, and he just wouldn't. He refused. And then so me and Haas, like, legit, like, took him by the shoulders and basically, like, un- well, underneath the arms and, like, basically, like, dragged him home, like, three blocks home. Yeah. And so when we got him there, like, I was, like, I had to apologize to my mom because, like, she had never seen him drunk before. And I'm, like, <laughs> he's had a few. I don't really know how many, but, you know, he's said some stuff. He needs to leave the house, whatever. So we walked him all the way home. And then I find out the next morning that my mom's trying to take care of him, right? So she brings him up into his room, has him lay down. She's like, are you okay? Do you need one water or anything? And he's like, no, I'm fine. And then he's like, tries to, he tries to go to sleep. But my mom's like, you need to drink some water because otherwise you're going to be super hungover in the morning. So he's like, okay. So she hands him a water bottle and then she has a trash can right next to his bed. And, and he's like, I don't understand what you want from me talking to my mom and my mom's like drink the water and he's like what do you mean and she's like drink it and he goes okay he takes the cap off and he throws the cap across the room and then he just starts dumping the water in the trash can for absolutely no reason and my mom's like what are you doing like drink the water and as he's he's just pouring it as she's saying, drink the water, and he's just staring her straight in the face saying, I don't know what you want. <laughs> Being belligerent. Jeez. So stupid. Oh, man. It's like when we went to Pennsylvania, and uh, what we had, what did we end up drinking? In two days, we had 150 beers between the four of us, right? Oh, man. I forgot about that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Not because you were blackout drunk. That was, I was... It was me, you, Murph, and yeah. Cody. Oh, man, that was really bad. By um, really bad, I mean that was really awesome. Yeah. So, so basically, it was the last night we were there. I think uh, we had... Did we drink... I think we drank almost 3.30s the first night between the four of us. Yep. And then me and you went out and got two more 30s. Yeah. The next day. Jim Thorpe. Yeah, so we had about 70 or so beers that we were going to try and drink on the last day we were there. And we got to a point where... We got to a point where Murph had tapped out. He was sleeping. Yep. And then Cody, because he likes to pound four locos at 8 in the morning, he had also kind of tapped out. He went to bed. And so it was just me and you left, and I think we had about 20 beers or so left. Which, you know... If we're starting to drink, yeah, that's no nothing. We'll, we'll, slam, yeah, easy. we'll slam those. But this was probably, what, like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night at yeah, least? Yeah, we were at the limit. Yeah, so we were like trying to figure out ways that we could drink the beers as fast as possible. So we just start playing like 1v1 Flip Cup because we're like, we, you never realize how many beers you drink when you're playing Flip Cup. Yeah, right. Right? So we started flying through some beers. And then 
like we hit a wall. Both you and I were like, dude, this is rough. Like, I don't know if we're going to finish these. And I was like, we were both determined, but you were like trying to be realistic. And you're like, I really don't know if we're going to finish these without vomiting all over the place. And then all of a sudden, I just hear like a door, like smack open. And it hit like the other door. And so Cody comes flying through the doorway and he goes, they said I should have been dead hours ago. <laughs> I and forgot so he, about Cody's second wind. Yeah, so he comes over, and then we just start playing. Uh, I think we did some chug-offs or something like we that. We did Beer Car, too, didn't we? We did Beer Car for the very last three beers. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we did Beer Car for the last three beers. We ended up finishing all 150 uh, beers. And then um, and then we did the long pour. Oh, yeah. That was like the last thing, right? The yeah, we did the long pour. It was probably like 3 in the morning at that point. There's a video of that that exists somewhere. Yes, it's on my phone. I would play it, but it's a podcast. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to get the same effect. Right. So basically, um, basically the long pour, um, I we didn't want to we didn't want to do beer. Number one, we didn't have any left, and we didn't want to get the floor sticky. So we did water, and Cody was laying on his back, and I was up like it's kind of like a uh, what would you call it like a um, like a loft. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up on like a loft, right? So I'm I'm leaning over the uh, railing to pour the beer or to pour the water. So I start pouring it and it's hitting Cody directly in the chest. And he just goes, are you serious? Like, and he's not moving at all. And (laughs) he didn't get any of it in his mouth. Oh my God, dude. Everybody was crying. Yeah, that was, that I forgot. So like when we were thinking of like stories to tell, I forgot all about that was, that was such a fun weekend, but a part that I think it, it went, little under the table here is that we weren't just drinking beer all weekend though because like k instead they're like making yeah they made like alcohol yeah yeah because i remember them making me a couple that day so yeah because we they were... had um they had those like slushy things right yeah get out of your dog dog get out of the house <laughs> so we're like uh i think one of the the funner parts about that whole weekend though was like the idea that we would, we went there just to like hang out and play games and stuff. But we would like, we would drink, then go to bed, then wake up and like just start drinking again. It was like it was, it was a super fun weekend, but it was probably the most irresponsible weekend you could have as an adult. <laughs> just, no, it was you know? great. I mean, we, we didn't bring the kids, so that was fine. Yeah, that's not what I meant. Yeah, like yeah. we wouldn't. Me personally, I would never drink like that in front of my kids. I feel weird doing. Well, I only have one kid, but. If I had to, I wouldn't do it in front of either of them. I don't. Um, I do have another story about the time that you and I first drank. I think you... Did you had just turned 17, I think? You already had your license. Yeah. So I think you had just turned 17. So this was Trav's 17th birthday. And I had not ever drank anything. And so we were at Trav's house. And where did you get that bottle from? Somebody at work bought it for me. I asked them to. Oh, okay. I thought you stole it from a family member. Uh, no, I didn't. So, so he's so he steals this bottle. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he gets this bottle of was it peach schnapps? Yeah. So peach schnapps, and he pours it into like two tumblers, like gives us each a tumbler, and he's just drinking it straight. I have a sip of it, and I'm like, this is probably one of the most disgusting things I've ever yeah, drank in my good. life, and. And I think he had a whole, like, he drank a whole tumbler of it, which was probably, what, like, five shots, maybe? 
Yeah. Something like that. And, yeah, so this is like a while ago, so you were pretty toasty. And you had another one. Mm -hmm. So you probably drank at least ten or so shots of it. But I remember after you had your first one, I'd still only had like that one little sip, maybe like another sip after that. And you were like, geez, Rigney, we're going to have to start mixing yours with juice. <laughs> Not realizing now that like that's how you normally drink alcohol. Yeah, you <laughs> have to just drink it out just, of the bottle. You don't just put it in a glass. and yeah. like, like <laughs> it wasn't even cold, I don't think. Probably not. It's just gross. Yeah, so he's just like having me drink that. But we end up doing, um, we end up, uh, he gets so drunk, I end up having to basically babysit at that point. Yeah, you were. <laughs> You definitely were. So that was, I mean, that's legit the only time I noticed that you were, like, visibly wasted. But again... Punch a glass that night of some kind? Yes, you punched one of your tumblers because T.O. was breaking up the Eagles locker room. Oh, yeah, he was. He was a jerk for that. And then you were texting your then-girlfriend to come and pick us up to go to McDonald's at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And then you threw your phone against the wall, and then you grabbed your iPod, and you almost threw that against the wall, but I ended up taking that from you. Listen, I was. Uh, if I don't remember it, it doesn't. It doesn't exist. That's how I play. <laughs> I just it. remember Brad would come down because, like, that's when Brad lived next door. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so Brad came down the stairs and he's like, "You need to stop yelling. Like, I can hear you upstairs." <laughs> and Travis just laying on his bed, going, "Stop spinning, you stupid ceiling!" Just like <laughs> screaming at his ceiling. Oh man, to be a child again. Good, good stuff. Time. Yeah, it was fun. Good stuff. Hey, Archie's still here. Hey, man. Hey. Thanks for taking care of the dog for me. He's not upstairs again. He's obnoxious. No, it's fine. He wouldn't go up there. So, you know, we wanted to um, get a episode in for Monday because we're recording this on Sunday because I think it's going to snow tomorrow, right? Uh, it's going to snow all night probably. Oh, tonight. Okay. Well, no, all night tomorrow. Oh, I And see. then into Tuesday. But the biggest reason why I wanted to get one in tonight is because, um, well, because so we'll probably do the Royal Rumble recap and stuff on Wednesday. Like, yeah. That'll probably be Wednesday's podcast. Yeah. But yes, um, I'm here to watch the Royal Rumble anyway, which has not started to just start. Well, the show I guess started. like the prelims started, yeah. if you want to call them prelims. The show started, but the actual Rumble matches haven't started yet. That starts at 8? Well, I mean, I don't know. It depends. On, they, they could put the women's one on first. I don't know. Okay, I don't think they would do that, though. I think it's probably regular matches first. Well, we'll find out, I guess, in, yeah, a, in a few minutes. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to see who some of the uh, surprises are. What are we at, like 35 minutes? Yeah, we did good. That's pretty good. Do you want to call it? Yeah, let's call it. Guys, we're calling it. Yep. RJ, we're calling it. We're con- do whatever you need to do. <laughs> okay. So from now on, I'm just going to have RJ sit in the corner when we and just on. like We'll just confer with Have him, him say random this, things. Yeah, does this sound good, RJ? Like, we can just end it now. RJ, we're right? calling it. Whatever you guys got to do, do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is the Trav and Rigney Show, and you can find us on Twitter at Trav and Rigney. You can find me at krigney89, Trav at tjh underscore seven. You can find RJ at... At Trav and Rigney Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for the plug, man. Yeah. You can listen to us on Spotify, Spreaker... Uh, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. I knew I was missing one. Huh. And not iHeartRadio yet. They are pissing me right off. They really don't care about us. They don't. Which is fine because we don't care about them. No. Until, until, they, until, yeah, until we can. Until they accept us and then I care. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you. Adios. <laughs>